This is about, we've never seen a major invasion of a European country since World War II. It is not that simple. It's not just that people are walking uh, across, uh, across the border. We were even able to see, as of last night, a lot of migrants just crossing. And migrants I spoke to this morning saying they haven't had any interaction with U.S. immigration authorities. They just walked right in. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. The border is secure. Mr. President, do you think the southern border is secure? Sir, do you believe 2023 will be the year the war ends in Ukraine? It is December 23rd, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the all my links. It has all of his socials. And without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, who has a new article up on Real Clear Markets uh, for your enjoyment, the one and only Rob Smith. Ho, 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 everybody. Christmas is, what's due? Two days away. Is that right? Yep, two days away. Yeah, it's a very festive time of the year, uh, and some people at this time of year just feel so generous, especially when spending other people's money, like the United States Congress. In the uh, $1.7 trillion omnibus bill, in which nobody has read, what does it do, 4,000 pages long, something like that? You can't possibly read it. Um, again, Almost every day, something goes on in Washington that is so stunningly unbelievable that we live in a country like this. Stu, I've done a little bit of lawyering at some, um, you know, rural counties in Virginia. They have certain issues that come up and um, Every one of the Board of Supervisors reads every bill. They know exactly where every penny is being spent in their their counties. Um, they're good stewards of the public fisc. They don't get paid hardly anything to do these jobs. And with the resources they have, they generally do an unbelievable job. But we have these clowns in Washington. They all went to Harvard and Yale and these elitist schools. And um, they are just um, violating their fiduciary responsibilities to the taxpayers in a willful and wanton and negligent way. They all ought to be run out of town on a rail. And I will be glad to buy the tar when we tar and feather them, because that's what they deserve. It's just an absolute disgrace. Um, but in this omnibus bill, just one thing, just one thing, um, they're giving over a billion dollars of subsidies to the mainstream media. And they're also allocating money so uh, to build monuments to D.C. journalists. <laughs> Isn't this press supposed to be adversarial? So, you know, what these people in the swamp do is they buy their allegiance from the press. And, of course, we know with the Twitter and the Facebook thing that, um, 
you know, they're in the tank. And of course, they know that the government's got so much power that they better be in the tank or, or they will, you know, do something to harm them. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It's it's a disgrace. Everybody should be pissed off. There's something that we shouldn't be pissed off about, but a lot of people are pissed off about. I don't know why. It's progress, folks. McDonald's now has its first store where there's no human interaction at all with your order. Uh, there's still people in the kitchen who might cook stuff, but you go up to the drive-thru, you say, I want a, um, a Big Mac and a large order of fries, a super-sized Coca-Cola, uh, no human does anything um, to take your order, a conveyor belt comes and it drops your order off. You know, it's in the Twitter sphere and everything, people going, oh, people are going to lose their jobs. Well, folks, that's progress. That's productivity. Um, if you lose your job being a uh, French fryer at a McDonald's or a cashier, well, that means we have another uh, line of productivity that makes everybody's life's, life's lives easier, enhances our wealth, and that person who was a French fryer or a cashier now can take his labor and do something else to um, make a more efficacious um, product or service to enhance everybody's lifestyle. That's the way capitalism works. So instead of poo-pooing this, we should all rejoice because these are the things that make our li lives easier and makes us richer. It's in any big news, but there's a new book out. I'm sure it's a uh, it's an obsequious book where the author is uh, in the tank. It's the way these things work. Um, but this guy by the name of Chris Whipple wrote a book on the Biden administration. He was a favored author where he gets access to uh, the president. So, you know, he's trying to kiss their ass. He wouldn't be doing that unless he had this. But he does write about there really being a pretty serious rift in the White House between Joe and Kamala. Imagine that. Apparently, Kamala's husband is a real pain in the ass, Douglas Emhoff, and he, you know, complains about the assignment she gets, and Joe thinks she's stupid. Well, when Joe Biden thinks somebody's stupid, well, they must be pretty stupid. There's a story coming out of East Lansing, Michigan, um, and I'm going to extrapolate here, folks, so you can see the way this election fraud stuff works. This is an easy one to see the fraud. There's a lady there who is a, an activist. She's an anti-fraud activist, and she has brought up uh, lots of things. But, but in one case, it's really simple. There is this uh, apartment complex, and it's called the Cherry Lane Apartments. And there are people who have registered to vote from the Cherry Lane Apartments. Um, and I think there were there were about 50 of them this last election okay the cherry lane apartments haven't been around since about 2005 they tore them all down um, between 2005 and 2010 nobody lives there uh, in michigan you have to have a residence and you have to put your rest so somebody's going around and signing folks up with fake registrations um, now this is just 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 50 in one precinct 
Um, there are 4,474 precincts in Michigan. So do the math. It's a, just a massive amount of fraud. And this is what these woke groups, George Soros funded type groups, the um, the Zuckerberg, Zuckerbucks does. It hires folks to go out there and just um, print up fake registrations uh, and gain the system. But this is such an easy one to see. I thought I would bring it up and just ex extrapolate. Let's talk about the big news which is Zelensky is doing his tour of D.C. right now. And his wife's doing a, a tour of Georgetown and shopping and buying $50,000 worth of clothes. Because, you know, they're at war and everything, and you got to have, you know, a new Christian Dior dress. And so I think there's a, there's a spectrum of how people feel about Zelensky. On one side of the spectrum, and this is going to be represented by Simon Schuster, who writes for Times, and his tweet, after Zelensky's speech, I ran into this guy with a Ukrainian flag outside the Capitol. He said, you know what Zelensky did there today? He cleaned out the stink left in the building since January 6th. So on one side, you view Zelensky as this torchbearer of freedom and liberty and dignity. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have what Donald Trump Jr., tweeted out which is Zelensky is basically an ungrateful international welfare queen and I think that's I'm, how we ought to treat him it's not saying we don't give him anything but we ought to treat him that way yes considering he wants 45 billion more dollars as well and a lot of that will be going to the military industrial complex and then we get to test out our new weapons that uh, could be used against potential enemies, essentially in this new theater of war between Russia and Ukraine. Charlie Hebdo, which I think is pretty fair, has a new issue out. And on the cover, you see Zelensky uh, essentially taking all the gifts of the Magi from baby Jesus. And it says in French, I need, <laughs> I need this really badly. And so it, it's pretty that good. That is great. It's, it's really good. And... You know, it's just been a little bit tough for me to see how much fawning he gets. And you might know the reply guys, the Krasenstein brothers. And so, you know, Zelensky gave this Medal of Freedom um, to, it's a war medal, to President Biden. And the Krasenstein said, if Trump was president, Ukraine would now be part of Russia by now. And Zelensky would be a POW or, or worse even though, you know, Zelensky himself isn't actively fighting in the front line. Instead, today, Zelensky is passing on a war heroes medal to President Biden. And so there's just been a lot of fawning over yes. Zelensky that I think is un... Yeah. But something Whenever that's... you have so much groupthink, you know that they're on the wrong side. Whenever there's, you know, this kind of fawning, you, you know something's wrong. Well, it's just like what we see with anyone we kind of get into bed with and then lionize, like, to an extreme level. I mean, think about someone like Osama bin Laden. We get in bed with this guy to fight the Soviets. You know, we have all these movies come out, like Rambo 3 and even one of the James Bond movies where the Mujahideen are seen as the heroes. And then within a decade's time, 
these things are practically unwatchable because these guys have essentially stabbed us in the back to some level of degree. Would and you hear about what's happened in Afghanistan the last two or three days? Now, I mean, women are just no more education for women. Yeah, and of course, when we pulled out, you know, the media, the fawning media on the Biden administration, well, this is a different Taliban. You know, this is Taliban point point two zero or whatever. And we all knew what would happen. Yeah. So if you're ed- if you're a, a woman being educated in, in a college or university in Kabul, it might even be in high schools or s- schools, they've yanked you out of those schools. I mean, you don't even get to finish the semester. You're just gone because women aren't supposed to be educated. Yeah. Nice. And so, but, you know, this is the party of, um, of women, you know. Um, well, and it's one of those things where, you know, if you're an American who's on the left, who believes in social spending and you feel like problems aren't being solved, you've watched decades of the Democrats giving out money and that that somehow never makes it to you. You know, why does Ukraine get forty five billion dollars and yet Flint, Michigan, since the Obama years, has undrinkable water? I mean, it's you would imagine you would flip eventually and say, I really don't think these guys have what's best for me in mind. Well, you also, if you have any historical memory, which most everybody does not, you would see by throwing money at problems just doesn't work. And often, almost always, they make whatever the problem is worse. Yeah. yeah. And so as Zelensky is in town begging for $45 billion more dollars, Biden has also launched an investigation into how 82% of components found in drones made in Iran, deployed by Russia, and downed in Ukraine are manufactured in America. So somehow the Russians and the Iranians are getting parts for drones that are made by America, and then these drones are being used against the Ukrainian people. So there's no chain of custody we hear this word a lot there's no chain of custody of our own weapon parts that end up killing ukrainians and so it's just it's just goes well, to you show. Have an open border like we do i mean what do you expect i mean anything's flowing out of our country or into our, our country i mean if they can't keep the border straight they're not even looking at something like that which they ought to be I mean, it kind of reminds me of Fast and Furious. We're we're arming the Mexican cartels. So have we been secretly arming Iranians to to make sure that they don't do a nuclear war program? I mean, it could be it could be as even though this is kind of nefarious as we're letting those parts go out such that more Ukrainians will die to keep the war going longer, to spend more money over there, to have it circled back and and money laundered back to the United States and the uh, the oligarchs in the Democratic Party. I mean, and and we've done nothing, some, I had to put nothing past these folks. Yeah, and we've done similar stuff in Syria where we were giving arms to both people. So I think this is something. I think this will be something that we'll we'll see a lot more about probably in like years about how bad it was. But I think the fact that eighty two percent of the components is pretty damning. It's probably higher. And then my last story, and this is really just kind of just kind of goes to show the how shameful, you know, free speech has become in the Western world. So there's a woman named Isabel von Spruce, 
who is being charged with breaking a public space protection order. And so this is where a public space is protected by any kind of protest. And um, KBJ, who sits on the Supreme Court, she's in favor of similar protections for abortion clinics. But this woman has been arrested now four different times because she will silently pray outside of an abortion facility. She doesn't wear anything that states her ideological cause. She will simply stand on the sidewalk with her head bowed and pray. And so here's the footage of her being confronted by the police right before they arrest her. Um, before I ask you any questions about what's going on today, I have to caution you, which is just your rights, which is you do not have to say anything. It may harm your defense if you do not mention one question, something that you later on in court, anything you do say may be given you. What are you here for today? Uh, physically, I'm just standing here. Okay. Why, why here of all places? I know you, you don't live nearby. But this is an abortion something. Okay, that's why you're standing here. Is you standing here part of the protest? No. I'm not are you, protesting. Are you, are you praying? I might be praying in my head. Um, so I'll, I'll ask you once more, will you voluntarily come with us now to the police station for me to ask you some questions about today and other days where there are allegations that you've broken public spaces protection? Uh, if I've got a choice, then no. Okay, well then you're under arrest. I can't suspicion of failing to comply with the public spaces protection order, which is under the Antisocial Behaviour Crime and Policing Act 2014. Now, of course, you again, you don't have to say anything it may harm your defence if you do not mention one question, something which you later on in court, anything you do say may be given. Do you understand the caution? I do, yes. Um, your arrest is necessary in order for the prompt and effective investigation into the offence. What that means is so that I can ask you some questions and also to protect uh, vulnerable people, mainly service users in the clinic. Okay? Um, so you'll accompany us now to the police station, uh, you get booked in front of a custody sergeant, and then if you want a solicitor, you can solicitor on the limit. Okay. Um, I don't tend to handcuff you, but obviously my, my colleague will search you because you're going to get into a police car and make sure you don't have anything that you can harm us or you can just disappear. Okay. And it's just quite shameful. It's probably one of the more shameful police interactions I've seen in my life. The left is afraid of ideas and afraid of speech, and um, and they hate anyone who veers off their narrative. Yeah, and so the fact that this is some white Christian woman is she's a target. I, yeah, it's a she's I that that alone makes her ideologically scary, even though she's not even uttering a single single word. She's just nothing. she's just being different. There's nothing they hate more than someone who professes their allegiance to traditional Christian tenets. Scares the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like throwing uh, holy water on Reagan in The Exorcist. Stu, I forgot one story real quick. Um, yep. Sam Bankman Free did get out on bail today. And what? It was a yes. Wow. It was a a $250 million bond, but it was only secured by like 15 million or something like that. Um, and his parents had to put up 
the collateral in their house and they had apparently two big donors who signed a personal guarantee for him. But the money and is that made public who those people are who signed it? No, we don't know who they are. But it's interesting that the money that is used to collateralize this is likely stolen money. Um, I could see the judge maybe saying, okay, I will, I will release him on a bond if you can prove the money's clean, but they can't do that. It's like when you rob a bank and then you pay your lawyers and um, pay everybody off with stolen money. Um, Yeah. He gets out on bond, but they're January six guys who have been there, been in the DC gulag who didn't do anything. Um, They were outside they haven't even had a bond hearing in two years. This guy steals over, I mean, billions of dollars. Uh, these guys are protesting or walking around and they get thrown in jail without a trial for two years. Do you think he, I mean, this is also someone with the money and means to get a private jet and then disappear. Oh, yeah, no question. He's supposed to be wearing an ankle bracelet, but you know damn well he's smart enough to know where he can go that there's no extradition. Yeah. The other thing is Caroline Ellison has um, turned um, state's evidence. But again, something's fishy here, Stu, because it's not like you need her to testify against this guy. Numbers are numbers. The numbers are there. We know what happened. You don't need her testimony. She's, you know, she's, she's more guilty than he is. But somehow she's well connected within the Democratic Party. Her father teaches along with the head of the SEC. The SEC is who's bringing the civil suits. It's just so messy, Stu. Um, But you gotta feel like because they've been donors, huge donors to the Democratic Party, they're getting a huge break. If you're a black guy and you walk into a 7-Eleven and steal a carton of cools, you go to jail. Um, well, in most states. Um, still, yeah, we're going to hear a lot more about this. And I can guarantee you there's going to be a political, we're seeing the beginnings of a political cover-up. Yeah. And, that, and that's the frustrating thing that I think a lot of people don't get is how connections and a lot of money can really grease the wheels of the legal processes for some people, while other people are just plain out of luck. Well, Stu, I see it all the time and that every now and then I have to make a criminal what effectively is a criminal referral, because in some of the work I do, I see things. And uh, prosecutors generally, if they they don't get some sort of um, political enjoyment out of something, they don't do it. Even though there's just massive criminal conduct, white collar criminal conduct, uh, unless they can get their names in the paper, um, they generally will just let it go. But the guy who steals the carton of cools, that's easy. They don't have to work for that. They they know he's going to come to court, probably not even have a lawyer, throw his ass in jail for six months. Damn shame. There you have it. Mm. All right, Stu. That's all I had for today. All right, go, go. All right, later. My fellow Americans, 
I'm pleased to tell you today that I've signed legislation that will outlaw Russia forever. We begin bombing in five minutes.